Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of To Be Continued. I am so excited today because I have my first guest and not only that, I've kind of upped the ante, I've got a mic as well. I don't know if it's going to make much of a difference. Um, But yeah, so today I have a wonderful guest who has an amazing voice. Um, I mean, if you are into podcasts, you're obviously into like listening to people's voices. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce my guest today, Clara. Hello. Um, My name is Clara. Um, I'm 20 and I'm from Florida. So hello from America, except we're not in America. Um, Yeah. And I... Go to Royal Holloway with Motsi, and we met first year, I think, um, through mutual friends. And yeah, and then just been hanging out ever since. I do psychology as well, by the way. So yeah, great stuff. And um, it's great to have a psychology student in today's episode because we're talking about love and loving in a different language. So today's episode is about love languages and yeah, we're just going to get into it. So, Clara, what are your love languages? So, um, I my primary love language is quality time. And my secondary love language is physical touch and affection. Um, and um, my boyfriends are all, like, the same as mine. And we, I think both, it just works really well for us because I think we both understand that those are two very important things about like for loving each other um and like I think with quality time I find I just find it so important because I love I just I love love and I love spending time with people I love and like that goes for my friends my family everybody I just need that like one-on-one very like you know the catered time to that person and like knowing that I'm doing something special with them something that we will both enjoy and it's not like quality time isn't just I think like spending an evening together like I want to like sit and like look at you and look in your eyes and have a conversation and know that your attention is mine and mine is yours so it's like important to me I think and I think just because I really admire like I just love like feeling respected and feeling like like the attention is on me not in like a in a like narcissistic way in just a way of like I I want to be heard and I want to feel like I'm being heard so that is really important to me and um physical affection I just think is I just love being touched I love touching people obviously if it's all right but I love like hugging people I'm a big hugger when I meet people I'm big on like tapping a shoulder, holding someone's hand, all of that. And I find like I don't always have to tell my partner I love you because I can just hold his like arm or give him a hug from behind or like just give him a little kiss on the head or whatever. Just little things like that I think is so reassuring to him but also to me. When I get that, I just feel like really loved. So what are yours? Um, so it's really interesting, wait, I'm just trying to remember something you were saying about, um, I'll come back to it, I've literally forgotten, but, um, mine are, and I was talking, talking to you about this earlier, so, like, my top two are quality time and acts of service, um, and then my third one's words of affirmation, but I don't 
think it's really my love language I think it's that just stems from like insecurity and wanting to always be affirmed like if somebody doesn't give me that I don't think that they love me less you know it's just and in a way I feel like the people who love me the worst most don't give me words of affirmation but like it's a it's like a good thing because they're not kind of I don't know helping me keep this like insecurity in a way like I need to be secure in myself like I shouldn't always have to be reminded by other people that you're amazing you're this you're that you know and I think as well um but even if people that I love love me in that way I don't see it as like genuine so like I'm not gonna say that one words of affirmation because I do think it just like stems from insecurity Mm -hmm. oh yeah I remember what you were you were saying now when we were talking about quality time mine as well top one is quality time and you were saying like being seen by by that person and whatnot and there's also like so much power in being like in silence with somebody that you're comfortable with you know like that and like being like so comfortable in it that you just feel so like you just feel that person you know like that's huge with like love languages and Mm -hmm. stuff and yeah acts of service are like really major to me because I just feel as though if somebody goes out of their way to like do something to make my life easier Mm -hmm. it just shows how much they they care about me you know Mm -hmm. like this life thing it's not easy (laughs) you know like so if you're gonna do something to make my day like run smoother or just like to make me smile or to you know like lighten a load then it's I'm gonna do it I'm go- yeah I'm gonna appreciate yeah. it I'm actually gonna ask you a question so mm-hmm. I was listening to another podcast <laughs> and they were saying that so somebody proposed with like um they were offering the person that they're gonna pay all of the student debt so it was like in, in America right mm-hmm. um not a ring like n- not having a ring just paying a student debt and the girls on this podcast talking about it were just like one of them was like no because the whole point of a proposal is like the symbol of a ring Mm -hmm. and then another person was saying that no like that person taking away that burden shows how much they love you you know and she was also somebody who like um cares about acts of service so for you if somebody if your partner now went on one knee but not with the ring said i'm gonna pay off every debt you've ever had like would you take that would you (laughs) absolutely I mean I don't consider myself um to have a love language that is like acts of service um I kind of I do understand like how I mean I I, it's still a part of my relationship with people and with my relationship with my partner but it's not like something that I'm thinking about as actively as like my two main ones not that I think about it actively I'm just more aware of the fact that those are like strong strongly like parts of my life but like I do like to maybe once in a while like surprise them with like breakfast in bed I'll be like you stay and I'm gonna like surprise you and you don't know what I'm gonna make but I'm just gonna make it um or like just like little things like we're both really good around the house and I never worry about like dinner not being made or dishes not being cleaned or whatever but like if he's done a lot or I've noticed he's going to clean it up a lot, be like, no, let me like help. Like if you're going to clean up the kitchen, let me make the bed for you or something. Little things like I know that he'll appreciate when he comes, when he's finally finished, comes up and we can just relax together. And I know it's like little things. And like with something like that, like that is, and it, it is obviously a sign of someone loving you. And like a proposal, like that is, that is so huge and such a huge like action of love. Like, I mean, 
I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like some people would find it a bit like uncomfortable sometimes like with like something so big that's like, whoa, that's a bit scary. I don't know if I can accept. But I think when you're in that loving relationship and, you know, you and your partner are ready to take that step. And if you chose if you chose to like go about it that way, I think that's really beautiful. Like rather than that, like physical representation of a ring, doing something like that. That's I think that's amazing yeah. and such a huge sign of love for that person. So, yeah, yeah can't I lie. Agree. Yeah. I agree. Like um, the person's argument that like it wasn't right. She was basically just saying that like she feels as though that person's gonna have a hold over you because they did that for you mm-hmm. or um the fact that like a proposal the the ring symbolizes the proposal but really like i don't know a teacup could symbolize a proposal yeah. like it really is just like a social construct what we define as that mm-hmm. so yeah and no, i just wanted to hear what you had yeah. to say about that because i was listening to it and i was like i couldn't wrap my head around why somebody wouldn't want to accept that yeah. you know mm. um because i do think that's like a, that's a massive act of service and that's like a massive mm. sign of love you mm. know so like proposals and a sign of love doesn't always have to be something physical it can be whatever you want it to be like i'm sure there's other like weird like out of the norm proposals out there that we don't know of and like that's just one of them and that's really beautiful i think because that makes it unique to them and special for them i think it's sweet i think it's really sweet (laughs) exactly um so yeah i was gonna oh gosh i'm punching myself in the face um ask you another question so sometimes people feel as though like when they have to love in a different language um having to love somebody who doesn't have the same love language as you they feel like they have to sacrifice a bit of themselves sacrifice a bit of their comfort you know do you ever feel as though that you have to do that when you're having to love somebody who has a contrasting like love language to Mm -hmm. yourself um so like i mentioned like with my partner i we both have very similar love language so i never feels like i'm sacrificing anything or having to do certain you know and then at the end of the day you always kind of end up practicing all of those different languages love languages to some extent but I do feel a lot with like some friends of mine very much so like that I'm very aware of the fact that they have very different love languages um like I know a friend of mine comes to mind who I think their love language is very much um just uh, words of affirmation and they you know might put themselves down a lot and I know it's not in a an attention-seeking way it's in a genuinely like I'm feeling bad about myself today kind of way and where I'm feeling or I could tell when they're feeling quite low and I know to give them those words of affirmation that I know that will remind them how much they're loved by me and by others but especially like you know to lift them out of that kind of mood and make sure that they remind remind them that they're loved because I think at the end of the day all of the love languages are kind of like you're just trying to show people how you love remind them that you love them and sometimes we have moments where we feel like we're not loved or we don't remember we are and that's I think with words of affirmation so important and I know for me it's not as big of a love language for for, like I don't need to be reassured so much like you know I have my days where everybody does like when you just feel a bit down or it's nice to be reminded that you're worthy or like we you're loved and people listen to you you know you matter um but I find myself quite often in friendships that the other person really appreciates when I remind them how important they are um to me um 
And I don't feel that's like a sacrifice because I don't find it like, especially with words of affirmation, that's just kindness. And if you find it hard to be kind and there's bigger problems, like, and I love, you know, I like the feeling that I get when I realize that the other person is recognizing that they're loved. And so I don't ever feel like it's a sacrifice. Like same with receiving gifts. I feel like that's, I've got a friend that I, I don't think it's their primary love language, but she definitely like I can tell what she loves when she does receive a gift and she can she cares about the thought that's been put into it and everything and I put so much thought and effort into it even though again that's not something I necessarily need from other people but I love to put out to like to the other people to my friends my family my loved ones anybody and um again it's not like an effort or sacrifice at all it's just recognizing that that is something that that person requires to feel love so yeah I feel like I just am happy to do what other people need to feel good and happy and loved so yeah you're so you're so mature and like it's making me think about like how I've changed in the way I love people like I used to definitely love people the way I wanted to be loved and I didn't understand, like honestly, until like all this this course about love languages came came about. I didn't really ever think too deeply about it. I thought the way that I love to be loved is just universal. Like we all love to be loved in this in this way. Mm-hmm. And even just thinking about like what you're saying about like friends who need words of affirmation, I think I've been the opposite. I've given words of affirmation to friends that don't need it, you know. And now even thinking about it, like they like it didn't really do anything for them you know I could just tell them oh I love you I really care about you but like for them it was just kind of like okay that's cool you know what I mean so I definitely do think like it is so important to like love somebody the way they want to be loved you know and like if your primary goal is to make that person happy as well like you're not sacrificing anything because you all you want to do is make them happy you know um yeah that's just something that like I'm thinking about now and I feel like so many people are not loving each other the way the other person wants to be loved like mm-hmm. and we almost get like stuck in our ways we kind of get stuck in like well I love this way so that it must be the right way because yeah. it's the right way for you you know and that's what you like we kind of project that onto the people we're trying to love and be like well this is working for me like why is it not working for you when really like we do all receive love in different ways and like yeah it's quite intricate and we need to like think about it and I'm even thinking about like kids as well you know like I feel like generally speaking like when a child is growing up there are certain ways you should love that child so they know that they are loved but like as they get older I definitely think we should like listen to kids and be like hey how yeah what can I say or do to make you feel happy and yeah. good and stuff That's like such that a good point. yeah and I feel like that it's just like really neglected you know just us just like understanding one another and like listening to one another it's just like really neglected we all just kind of kind of get a bit self-absorbed when it comes to love in a way and I was just kind of like oh well I love like this and and whatnot you know um so I want to talk about how we were talking you even said that you have a friend who like loves receiving gifts and whatnot Mm -hmm. right and I love gift giving right like so so much like it makes me so happy and like like genuinely at the bottom of my heart it genuinely does but also another part of me 
like if I don't receive a gift as good as I give I feel quite sad you know Mm -hmm. and today I was like even thinking about my intentions then when I give gifts am I giving gifts to get something back or am I giving gifts because I genuinely love giving gifts right Mm -hmm. and like part of me is like I would say like 90% of me genuinely is giving gifts because that does something for me like when I see that I've got something somebody something that they really love and you know whatnot it really does make me happy and another thing I've had to learn is that people aren't going to express their gratitude in the same way either like I've been in so many situations where I've given somebody something that I know that they've been wanting for so long and I know and like their reaction isn't as extra as I (laughs) would have hoped for you know no it's disappointing and I I would always be like, Mom, I just gave so-and-so this, and they just reacted like it's that. underwhelming. Yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> no, literally. And yeah. then she was like, people are not all extroverts and crazy and mm-hmm. hyper as you. Like, they might be so eternally grateful and, like, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever you've done. But, like, just because they're not expressing it in the way that you wished they would that's why you're disappointed mm-hmm. you know and I think a lot of it comes from like we just have like I'm with even with this podcast I'm just maturing as a person that's why it's like to be continued because I hope in like three years time I listen to this and I laugh at how I used yeah. to think yeah. you know um but yeah like how do you feel about giving gifts like so it's so interesting that you mentioned that because like now I'm thinking about it do I I've I feel like I had I would be upset if somebody gave me like an underwhelmed reaction I don't think that's happened too much I think um maybe with like my little brother I know like because he's he's been he's quite younger than me and back when I was living at home if I got him something for Christmas or his birthday or something and but he's he's just a shy kid and I know how he is and I know that he's not gonna be like wow and like extravagant reaction but um, I know he appreciates it and he cares a lot and he'll like do his best to pretend to be like super excited. I know he's like not like he's just happy and like but he doesn't have to pretend to be thrilled. And then in that case, I think I'm like, I'm OK with it just because I know him. But I feel like um, I think I would be really disappointed if it was just a friend or something. And and they gave me kind of a lackluster reaction. Oh, well, yeah, but um, I don't think that's happened really to I mean not to say that I'd give fantastic gifts every time but like yeah I don't I think for for the most part if anything I think I am that person I am quite aloof in most in like a lot of the time and I find it really difficult to be like oh my god like tears like (laughs) I just I'll get like if anything I get quite quiet like I remember yeah like I think um my boyfriend got me a the dinosaurs in love like little picture book that I showed him um ages ago on TikTok that that little girl that wrote that picture book and it really melted my heart when she like did that and he got it for me and I literally just sat there like whimpering I was like why'd you do that (laughs) like it's so nice and he probably was like oh god does she hate it he was like I didn't I thought maybe it was a bit childish like the picture book and I'm like no 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 like I promise I love it I'm just like I don't know how I don't know what to say I'm just so overwhelmed yeah so if anything, I'm that person. <laughs> but, um, and I feel like back to what you were saying about like, why do I give gifts? I genuinely, I genuinely think it's the reaction. I really, 
I don't ever give gifts thinking like I can't wait for like what they're gonna get me for my birthday later I hope they keep that in mind like I I've recently gotten into like because I've been working more and I have not disposable income but like every once in a while I see little like trinkets and I'll but I just buy a little something like I went to the Lego store a couple months ago and I saw this like little toy car thing and my boyfriend kind of likes Legos and I was like I think you'll really like this and I just showed up and was like surprised like for no reason I just love that reaction I love even more than like birthdays Christmas I love just getting people random things at random times because it's just so cute like they don't expect it at all like my best friend I got her this gorgeous like female figure vase just for no reason I saw it and I was like oh she's gonna love this and she was like what is this package I was like, oh don't worry about it and I was like surprised and she was like what is this like why and I loved that or like I got her a little jelly cat I went to London I was like oh love these like you know and I love um I just love that reaction I love when people are like so grateful it's just so adorable it makes me really happy it warms my heart and then like obviously I love receiving gifts like who doesn't but like it doesn't ever like it doesn't make me feel any type of way if I don't receive a gift like any of those random times I'm never like expecting anything and I usually I mean it's not like okay I give a gift now I have to get one do you know what I mean <laughs> like I'm not waiting for the next couple weeks like oh where's mine then like several months later maybe somebody will surprise me I'll be like oh my god like you thought of me that's adorable yeah. And yeah, I think that's just how I feel about gifts, I think. I love it. It's very sweet. <laughs> I think of, gosh, I sound like <laughs> really, I don't even know, materialistic, not materialistic, but I actually understood what I meant. I think for me, it's not that, oh, the gift isn't that good, but because I put so much effort and because I care about that person so much and I th- have thought about it so much, when I receive something and it just feels like this has nothing to do with me if that makes sense I think that's the pain that I'm not like not not getting something from somebody that's fine I've had that situation like happen before where like I think literally one literally just once in my life and I went out of my way like I got really nice gift for this friend of mine uh, for Christmas and then again for her birthday and just put a lot of thought into it a lot of effort and then she didn't get us anything for Christmas. And I was like, well, that's a bit strange. Didn't take it to heart. But I was like, oh, out. Like, yeah, you know. And then for, um, for oh, actually, no, sorry. For We did a secret Santa. And um, and I just got, like, one of those kind of gifts that you just kind of feel like, oh. It was kind of like, yeah. yeah. Like, you didn't really. Yeah. Whereas everybody else got things that were either really funny or, like, very specific to that person. And then. I recall like them even saying like oh god I forgot secret Santa's tomorrow and I was like well that's kind of like baiting yourself out like he clearly wasn't important it's when you can tell that the person did it and it didn't seem like it was coming from a place that was genuine that's where it's like kind of oh okay it feels like it lacks like any real like um yeah any care anything and then it's just a bit disappointing but again like no harm no foul it doesn't make me feel any type of way like you're not going to hold a grudge about a gift you know but it's just it does show a lot of like what that person thinks and I think like that's what I mean with being disappointed I feel like I've had unfortunately friendship wise more people give me 
just random rubbish like there was this one friend i had and i literally had to tell her stop buying me things because i was it was like it became offensive because it was just like one you were just buying rubbish like genuine rubbish and it was like things i couldn't even use and i was like i'm not gonna send this to a charity shop and like i'm quite environmentally conscious i'm just like this this is just giving me plastic for note that i don't need you know i would rather you take the time to actually think about what i want what i like and whatnot and like a, a thoughtful gift honestly like it just there's a lot more emotion behind it like for christmas um my boyfriend got me like a film camera like one of the and i really love anything old like i'm i'm all over it like yeah old but gold it usually is like old stuff's always the best stuff you know absolutely and i was just i was so emotional because i was just like i i've always wanted something like this and like this was so thoughtful and stuff and like you know my my mom is nobody talks to my mom she always gets like the most thoughtful amazing gifts for me and oh. stuff and it's just like it means so much when somebody really like knows ex- like you properly yeah. not just oh just just have Here's it this thing. You oh know? you're kind of into plants yeah, maybe you... do you want a pot of soil no literally like... or just like just something so random it's it's the yeah. worst when it's just like doesn't relate to you at all, at all. it's just like I would just have rather you actually didn't, you know? So, yeah, my statement with, like, um, me being disappointed when people give me gifts is because I'm disappointed in the effort. I'm disappointed mm-hmm. in not the, the care, actual Not gift. the actual gift. It's, it's just, just, like, yeah. come on, yeah. you know? Like, we, we didn't need to do this. If this was what you were going to do, I would have rather that you just yeah. didn't at all, you know? So, yeah, yeah gift giving is a really interesting love language i feel as well though that people get very persecuted for it like yeah and i'm not gonna lie sometimes when i hear certain people being like oh yeah my love language is receiving gifts i'm like oh, okay you're a <laughs> <laughs> yeah part of me like thinks mm. that but like when you really think about it it's like it's not as shallow as like i might have originally have thought like i always yeah, think like true. it's yeah yeah it's true it's really quite a sweet thing to do mm-hmm. i thought coming into this i thought no that's like my least like you know prominent love language i don't even give i don't like give or receive i don't really care about gifts mm. but now i'm thinking about it i love it yeah. it gets big and it's more of the giving the gift which yeah. is so important yeah no it's definitely it's not as shallow as we think i think is the first thing that kind of comes to my mind is like oh a gucci this and yeah. whatever that yeah. you know what i mean but it is just the little, little lego thing. car or like yeah. you know well like, like i didn't get um a proper like anniversary gift i was telling you earlier like i've booked like kind of a secret surprise little experience thing but on the side I made a mixtape like on a CD and it was the first time I ever done that and I thought I hope this doesn't come off as like cheesy or childish or like you know it's a bit it's like an old CD that I found and like burned and like but then I thought like the effort that went into that even though it was a sweet little like just a little homemade thing it doesn't didn't really take too much effort to make it was but it was special and that's like really sweet or like if I write like a little love letter to my best friend if she's having a bad day and like slip it under her door and that will like genuinely like lift her mood and I know that's again not like a real like gift per se but it is kind of it's like a little handwritten note with a little doodle it's sweet it's a little something and it does something to brighten people's day so yeah I just I think it's sweet yeah 
it's true no i i've changed my opinion of gift giving as yeah. we're talking about this because at first i was like Ugh, and i was like i don't want to be seen as somebody who like likes that you know what I mean? like not yeah. me but no it is like the the little things i feel like gift giving and acts of service kind of are in the same category a little yeah. bit you know what i mean because mm. that's you doing something for somebody in a way you know so yeah um why do you think we have these love languages like why do you think we need to be loved in the way that we do um i think like it mostly stems from i think oh i think it's a mix for me but i think generally it stems from the way we're brought up and it can be either a lack of or a lot of a certain love language that you experience growing up so like when you see like yeah I know a lot of people that may say that they weren't they didn't live in very affectionate households and then they feel like now they either they appreciate a lot more affection in their relationships or they don't because maybe they think they're just used to living or having relationships where they aren't affectionate so then they find the other love languages more important like if you live in a family where you spend a lot of quality time together, maybe that's something you would look for more in a partner than physical affection. Or if you have a family that is very physically affectionate, that's what you look for in a partner. So I think it has to do with that. But it could also be like a lack of affection would make you crave more as an adult and in a relationship and, um, or, you know, like vice versa. So I think it just has to do with, you know, growing up and the family that you're brought up in and what you see I think around you as well like I think media has an influence because I know like I, I, I think my parents were quite affectionate when I was growing up not like overtly but they were pretty affectionate and they were affectionate towards me but um I think in movies and stuff I always loved a little rom-com and especially as like a kid I just loved love and I thought like oh these were little cute romantic films like oh they're really sweet and all of those couples in those films always like are very physically affectionate and like um sorry um we got cut off not sure why but we're back and all is well um (laughs) basically coming back to what i was saying about like why we love the way we love um i just think that when i was mentioning media and seeing adults being like affectionate and I think I just was always very um aware of when people are being affectionate because even like in public at a park if people are like holding hands or kissing or whatever and I was like always like excited about that part of being in a relationship I was always like and I'm not sure why I've always just had that innate kind of desire to be physical with people and you know regardless of my family and stuff and seeing them like raise me that way but um and maybe that's because I saw it in movies and you think oh that's what you're supposed to do and stuff but um but yeah regardless of all that I've always like I mean there's like studies that have been done I keep coming back to to physical touch but that one's just so important I think and it's what make it just it's something that makes us so innately like human and like there's been studies I saw one um in like scientific America and it's um from 2010 just about like doing studies based on or seeing children and how they develop through their adolescence and how not having ample physical emotional attention can like disrupt the uh, development of like behavioral emotional social skills and 
that leads again to like troubled adults or troubled adulthood whatever so like I just I just find that so important and you can see it in in like elderly homes like you more elderly people feel unloved uncared for when they lack physical touch if babies don't get enough physical touch they are more at risk at like you know kind of disconnecting or become or just I mean there's been studies done I think if children don't have enough physical touch they can die they literally cannot survive if you were to leave an infant on its own if you gave it food water everything it needed to survive and like helped it if you didn't like hug it it would die because it just would lack that you know physical attention um so yeah I feel like maybe that's something that's just a part of being human that we all kind of uh, you know whether or not we consider it a main love language it is all part of being in love and being being a human and um and I think it's important for sure so and again that like I said I kind of got on a tangent here because I was talking about how we all kind of like develop these love languages yeah but um yeah I just think it's kind of a combination of all those things and it's so important it's a bit again like not only family but just human nature is important I think so yeah I think yeah it's definitely we develop them based on lacking desire and just human instinct you know and with the physical touch one I didn't even consider it a love language because it's just so standard in my head you know like when I first came across like the five love languages I was like well of course you're gonna touch the people you love you know like I'm a I'm a really touchy person I could be more touchy with my boyfriend I know sometimes like I hold myself back I don't know why um but I do enjoy hugs a lot. I'm always asking him to like give me a hug. My mom is sick to death <laughs> of me asking for a hug. Like I'm always like, hug me, everybody hug me. Like I do love touching the people, you know, that I love. And I think like you said, like a child can literally die from not having that. I think because it is just within us. That's why I didn't even consider it to be a love language because I'm like, well, this is just standard. We need to touch one another. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to feel connected. And that's why so many people were struggling throughout the pandemic because some people were living alone and weren't touching anybody, you know? And because with what happened, we be- became became so afraid of being close to one another mm-hmm. that we lost that touch even more, you know? Like, I don't know about you, but how was your first well we're still in the pandemic but like post strict rules hug from somebody who wasn't your family like how was that because mine was just like oh my god but it was just the serotonin was injected like I was so engulfed by it feels like a drug no genuinely you're like hi it's it's incredible just a simple hug yeah just a simple hug Mm. it just shows how much we need this like I remember um I think this was at the point we could like meet outside but we weren't supposed to touch or whatever and I met two of my friends who listened to this podcast shout out Alicia and Aaliyah um and we all really wanted to hug like really wanted to hug and we 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 did we hugged and I remember feeling so bad because I was like oh my god I'm gonna go home I've just hugged my friends I just I needed that like I really needed that that touch that embrace and it is just something it's we need it that's why I didn't even consider it to be something that we had to think about because I was like this is standard people need to be touched we need to feel connected to one another like 
this book that I've referenced a million times in this podcast, Happy Sexy Millionaire, everybody go and buy it, it's amazing. Um, they were talking about how like people survive for all these years, you know, because of like tribalism and like people are in their, their groups and they, they look after one another and how now we're so individualistic and people living alone and how that's so unnatural. Like humans aren't meant mm. to live alone. We're meant to live with people so they can touch us. Yeah. <laughs> that's so weird love yeah. with someone so they can touch you <laughs> like honestly so you can just have that connection and that just like you said like pat on Done. the knee it you know whatever like connected wow, i'm here yeah. you're here with me mm. you know so that is like it's such a powerful love language mm. that i think it transcends love like it's just like it should just be considered standard no it's just like, standard and like, i think now thinking about it like i want to kind of amend what i originally said <laughs> about I think, you know, definitely all of those other things I mentioned that are a part of love languages and why we develop them is important. But I think the most important is the lack thereof. If you lack physical touch in your family or growing up, you might, you, I think that makes you want it even more. Or if you lack, you know, helpful um, relationships or people that are, are, are like affirming, if you find a partner that knows to give you those words of affirmation, like that will, you will crave that and that will, you know. So I think it really is more strongly the lack of, you know, and then and like what you're saying about that craving, like that craving, like touch. And like, I remember coming home after Christmas this year and I didn't want to go near anybody or touch anybody other than my housemate because she didn't care. She was like, I trust you. It's fine. But my other friends and my boyfriend, I was like cautious and I walked all the way up to his house and I stood six feet from the door and I looked at him and I was just like, I want to scream so badly. Like I just want to like, just impri- like just yeah. swallow him whole. Yeah. Like I was like, I can't believe yeah. I'm looking at you and I'm so close and I cannot touch you. And I left just feeling like this pang in my chest of just like, oh my God, I crave it so badly. Like I want to hold him so badly. It's been months and, and I couldn't and it was like, you know, just because I got off a plane, and I was like, maybe careful, all that, and it was absolutely killing me, and then as soon as I did get my COVID test back, and it was negative, I literally, like, got my little bag, started running up the hill, met him halfway, like, just the most incredible, and those are, like, little moments, yeah, it's just, like, yeah, like, literally, and then I think about all these moments since COVID happened, and being isolated, of all the times I've reunited with friends or family, and how, like, so just so incredibly satisfying those moments have been where you finally get to embrace someone you love like yeah. it's so powerful so it is. yeah i've been like doing two hugs at a time yeah. like i'll hug pull away oh my god i'm actually hugging you and hug again yeah you know because it's like you haven't touched that person in so long mm. it's like come here yeah. you know like yeah. it's so important and um coming back to the lack of like personally for me like the um acts of service love language being so important for me is definitely because of a lack of um in terms of like male relationships I've had in my life like I've never felt as though they would be willing to do basic things for me you know so like when like my boyfriend does acts of service it really like it touches me in a different way you know like even before he was my boyfriend like he would just go out of his way to like help me and stuff and I was like 
I have not experienced this from a man. Like, this yeah. is crazy, you know? And, like, it just, it means so much to me because it's just, like, wow, this person cares about me so much that they're really just helping me lighten the load, you know? And I think I just cherish it even more because it's so new to me as well, you know? So I'm just like, yes, more yeah. of this, please. Yeah. Like, this is making me feel how much you love me and, like, I yeah. need more of this. And I even wonder that, like, will we get to well i'm sure our love languages will change over time like will we get to a mm. point where like we don't need that anymore like mm. for me like will i be so used to i don't know do, do you know what i mean like will yeah. we just like grow out of some of the like we're so satisfied maybe that like i think maybe not... as maybe like when you grow up and mature a bit i feel like it might i think maybe for me it would change a bit mm. i think it might de- develop or change over stages of a relationship with people or yeah. or maybe i mean i think the basic one like your basic love language is kind of always kind of going to be there and then that would be like the way you love your friends and stuff but i think maybe in an adult relationship i might appreciate like acts of service more i don't think i appreciate it as much but i feel like if you're like a couple like proper like married couple and i don't know you come home and your spouse is like done the laundry for you or has you know like or tidied up the kitchen for you or whatever like those little things I appreciate that obviously like that's very sweet but it's not something that's as common because I don't live with my partner I do live with like my housemates who I love and when they do that obviously I'm like oh that's really sweet of them but it's not like you know that big of a thing I think it does change when you live with the person like I did live with my boyfriend last year so like Mm. I was definitely noticing the acts of service way Way more more. Mm. and appreciating them also way more because it's hard to run a household I'm like talking about there's like I have four kids (laughs) let me tell you about my kids like it's so no but seriously like there's so many different parts that go into like running a house and being a healthy human being it's hard being a housewife (laughs) so if somebody's helping you, you know, it's appreciated. It's really, it yeah. is really, really appreciated. And I think also like with like long-term couples, I know like some friends of mine that have been in relationships for like maybe five years or so. I think they appreciate different aspects of relationships more like the words of affirmation. You know, I think if you're with someone for so long, like don't forget to tell them that you love them that they're important and that they matter and that you're listening and stuff like that or like gift giving I think maybe I don't know if you'd get lazier over time I don't know I like I don't know I don't think I don't think I would I love I've always loved gift giving and I've got friends that I've known forever that I'm I've never I'm not slacking on their gifts now and I don't think I will but like yeah maybe maybe if you were to like get a bit lazy I don't know like 20 years down the line like just remember like I don't know or if you I don't know it would be nice to just get a little something after work and you meet up and be like oh I saw this and thought of you I feel like that applies more to like long-term couples and they might love languages might change based on what they're lacking Mm -hmm. and if they feel like they're lacking it Mm -hmm. and it's important to them now that's like really sweet I think because maybe if you've been together for a long time and you feel like you haven't done gifts in a while or Mm -hmm you haven't like been very physical in a while like that might begin to matter more so yeah. I think it's circumstantial and time has a lot to take like take into account so no, definitely. yeah um how do you feel about loving friends who have different love languages to you 
and that sort of like clashing and yeah like how does how do you navigate that um so i i think a lot about like again physical touch is so important with with me and i've got quite a few friends that are very affectionate and like most of them like girlfriends and you know i and i know when i know that they're okay with it like i will literally like will snuggle i'll know that it's okay to just come up and hug them or even like just a peck on the cheek like we know that it's like it's just like truly just i love this person like we are really good friends and um and then but i also have friends that aren't very physically affectionate and it's very much like i have to remind myself like okay you need to hold back they probably they wouldn't be mad at me but they would also like not appreciate it as much as I do mm-hmm. and you know I always have to I, I don't I usually do like to try to check in like all right if I give you a hug right now mm-hmm. or you know do you want me to comfort you in any way mm-hmm. um stuff like that or I think I think a difficult one for me to like c- like cope with or deal with might be um I think maybe acts of service again like mm-hmm. that one I don't, it's not that I don't do it all the time. It just seems to be more of like a going out of my way to alleviate your day thing. But sometimes I'm just busy and I'm like, let me just try to get all of my things out of the way and sort all that out. Where like, whereas like I know that my friend recently, she lives with me, um, was taken in the laundry and I came home and she put my duvet on my bed for me. And I was like, that's so kind of you. I would never have thought to do that and it was like really sweet and then I think gosh like maybe you know not that I pull I don't pull my load in the house I do try my best but like maybe go out of my way a little bit to like maybe just fold the clothes instead of like tossing it in the room because it's dry or like I don't know like clean or soak the dishes right after dinner so whoever has to do the dishes later doesn't have to worry about it rather than being lazy or forgetting and then like someone has to deal with scrubbing it up later like those little things it just makes living around the house a bit easier but then it's like oh it's also just not at the top of my mind so then and I don't think it's anybody's primary like love language in my house at the moment but it is something that just shows that you love them and care about them so I think that's something that I personally could work on um as well as I think like quality time sometimes like I think when you live with somebody you tend to kind of forget you know you know quality time is it's not just hanging out like I said earlier like we do hang out a lot and we spend a lot of time together but I wouldn't consider that for me quality time I hope for them it is because I know I want people to know that even just your presence and the silence is comfortable and happy and I'm really happy to be in their presence but I know that I could go a little bit more out of my way to let them know like no this is one-on-one I want you to know that I'm here with you because I know that I feel like some of my friends quality time is very important to them and if they're feeling a bit neglected or they're feeling like I'm all over the place or I'm busy all the time I don't want them to feel hurt or feel like I'm not giving them that quality time they deserve. So that is, I think that just comes with being busy and living your life and being a normal human being. Like sometimes it's really hard to fit that time in, but it's just something as small as like, let's cook together tonight and like do it together. We'll have a chat, we'll play some music and we'll make it very much about the activity that we're going to do together or let's paint tonight and we'll make it 
you know we'll have a good like deep conversation really catch up and like just sit and enjoy each other's company and like those are all like again it's kind of hard to do because you have to like coordinate timing and everything with everybody but when you do really take the time out to like let other people know like even if it's not your number one thing it's big for me but I know not for everybody else I do like like to let people know that I will make the quality time for you I'll I'll have that I'll put that time aside for you and if you're comfortable with that then that's great if you're not then that's okay too but it's important to me so I think people would want to do that for me as well but I also want to make the effort Mm -hmm. because I know it's important Mm -hmm. and it just makes you feel connected doesn't it so yeah I think I'm I'm really bad at the asking for quality time Mm -hmm. and I even did it with you like I'm so hyper aware that everybody's busy Mm -hmm. that like I will like go to ask somebody like to spend time with them and they're like actually no like this person's not gonna want it like no I need to I need to they're busy you know whatever so like but it's something I always do want to do I think I just need to demand it more you know I feel like sometimes not sometimes I feel like a lot of the time I'm very bad at expressing what I want you know I'm like so aware of like okay this person wants this or you know this person doesn't want this that I'm like but actually what do you what do you want you know and I'm, yeah I keep trying to tell myself that like in my everyday you know have you done what you wanted to do mm-hmm. today you know mm-hmm. or have you ended up just being swept in with the crowd you know like yeah. I'm trying to be quite good in the sense that like if I like every night I kind of like have a rough plan for the day obviously not everything goes to plan you know mm-hmm. that's just life but I'll have like a top three things that I really want to do in that day and if I haven't this is not really talking about love but I'll come back to it if I haven't done that thing you know and I've been swept away or whatever and I'm like oh we need to keep working on this like being able to like ask people for for what you want and for me quality time is my number one love language for a partner and for friends so I I need to be brave enough to kind of demand it for myself and in doing that it's self-love yeah you you know because this is something that I love to do and I love and makes me feel good so me asking hey let's do this please is not only because I want to be with you but it's also like this is helping me you know yeah this is this is helping me so I need to like be able to be a bit more selfish Mm. with with my love and like make sure that everything that I'm doing is also like helping me love myself and like I'm I'm feeling comfortable and all of that you know I think you it's a good point that you made like about wanting to kind of express what you want and let people know that this is kind of my needs my love language and I and I think it's important to you know not only with a partner just friends everybody it's important to let them know what you yeah. what's important to you yeah. because then it's hard to cater to somebody that is like a mystery to you yeah. you know and then it just leaves it leads to like discontent if somebody isn't you know being very open or honest about what they really desire or what they need so it's so important to like let your friends know like i find quality time with you really important and i want to make more time for it i find you know your affirmations towards me so important and I would like to hear them more from you you know you don't have to be like that black and white about it or like but in your own way like 
let people know be like open about what you want what you need and it's okay to do that because it's good because then then you'll feel satisfied and yeah. other people will feel satisfied because they'll know that they're doing what they need to do for yeah. you, which is yeah. good. No, definitely. Like, I um, I think the relationships in my life are, are changing as well because, like, this is the first time in my life as well that, like, things are so uncertain. Like, I've always kind of, like, lived somewhere and then kind of knew, okay, in a few years we're leaving and in a few years this is going to happen, whatever. And so, in a way, like, relationships have had expiration dates and I was, like, mm-hmm. saying this to my boyfriend that, like, the relationship I'm in now is so scary for me because there's no expiration date. date. This like, is the same in my just, relationship. Yeah, we're we're here. The first time so, ever for me. For me too. Yeah. You know, like it's very weird. No, honestly, <laughs> and with that, I'm finding that there's a lot more communication that needs to be had. Like I was telling him that, like past relationships and stuff, I didn't have to always express how I felt because I was like, ugh, in a few months I'm going back I'm to this leaving. country. I'm yeah. leaving. In a few months I'm not going to be here. You know, so it's yeah. like I can just put up with this person's rubbish until I'm gone. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, oh, okay, I need to express to you how what you've done makes me feel or how yeah. I would like you to do X, Y, Z because we're here for the long one. It Good looks time, like. not long time. No, literally. <laughs> so um, definitely being <laughs> like a proper relationship is like it's totally new to me because like I think I, I was somebody who was in relationships where I had a lot of resentment for people because like I just never expressed how their actions were making me feel because I was like there's no point yeah. I'm literally I'm leaving you know so we may as well just pretend well kiki and happy yeah. until I go whereas now it's like okay I actually need to sit down and tell this person everything mm-hmm. you know and I'm getting much better at it than I was like um and you know when you like make a connection with somebody they can just feel it like yeah. I'm we're at the stage now where like you can just feel it like you can just feel if I'm off you can just feel if something isn't something right is wrong. and yeah. which gets in a worse skin because I'm just like oh like I just wanted to keep this one quiet you know what yeah. I mean like why do you have to know that I'm feeling this way you mm-hmm. know but also it's an important thing because yeah. like we can actually talk about it and instead of me just like feeling however I'm feeling and then going to sleep sad or resentful or whatever we can just like iron through it or whatever so like I think it's the same with friends like people that we see in our lives for a long time we can't just be like holding on to things that they said or did um because we're just like, oh it's fine like I don't see myself being friends with this person for ages or I don't see myself with this mm. person for ages but like I think we're at the stage in our lives where we're having a bit more solid like friendships mm-hmm. and solid relationships that it's like mm-hmm. kind of need to realize. talk about these things yeah. you know like because if we yeah. don't talk about these things in a few months I'm gonna resent you and like mm-hmm. resentment is real like I felt resentment for a lot of people because I just never told them yeah. how their actions made me feel. Yeah. Bottling up and only leads to resentment. No, it's 100%. terrible and like exploding as well, you know. And that is a million times worse. Exactly. I tell people that all the time. Yeah. I'm so adamant about like, please share how you're feeling because you will regret the explosion that is inevitably going to no, happen because nobody is capable of and the explosion for the other person is. is so shocking because they're just like yeah. where is this coming from yes whereas for you yeah. you you've been feeling this yeah. way, she's been known know? like but for the other person it's like hold on a minute why are we going off why yeah. are we, you know what i mean so no it's definitely communication that should be another love language to be honest yeah i don't know why that's that's like number i feel like one. that's just like a 
just pillar of love. Yeah, no, that is it in itself like the foundation yeah. of a relationship. That's not even about the language. That is just if you don't have it, it's not there. No, Done. Literally. It's very much like foundational. No, it's so important. Yeah. So, guys, we're going to be cut off again because Anchor only likes, you know, 30-minute um, segments. So, we're just going to end it here. I just want to end on kind of... I feel like we all need to learn about love a lot more. You know, like, it's a really complex thing. I don't think you ever truly understand it, you know? Like, we can be all scientific and be like, it's a chemical reaction and da 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 whatever. <laughs> but I think there's, like, so much to it and, like with the people that we love we just need to like grow with them grow with their changing way of um expressing love and giving love grow with ourselves and just like continue to love each other the way we we all need you know yeah i think i think that's what i'm gonna end on and i'm so happy that i've had my first guest and i hope you guys really enjoyed hearing from clara she's amazing thank you um and (laughs) She'll definitely be back in the future. So I want to say a massive thank you. Thank you. For this is so being fun. Here <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So it's different having a guest. Like I'm I'm really enjoying it's it. Super like, it's super fun. Because I'm lear- like when you're speaking, I learn. Yes. You know, we're just like And it just feels like other. a conversation. No, literally. It's so cool. Literally. And now people are gonna listen to our conversation. Exactly. And the conversation <laughs> will be continued. So on that note, I will see you guys in the next episode. And yeah, thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.